catches, puts up the three. Won't go. Rebound box. Back out to Allen. History point of Episode 33. Um, I'm here with probably the best commentator in the GV at the moment. There's big raps on him. Big Shed, how are you, mate? Good to hear. Good yourself? Yeah, I'm not too bad, mate. Uh, what's what's happening in the world of Riley Shannon? Not a lot. Just uh, a bit like yourself. We're a, we're a few digits down here in this room. Yeah, we So are. if we had to count to 20, we'd be useless in here. But no, finger surgeries, uh, plaster casts, things like that, it's... The world of not having two hands isn't that great. But anyway, my footy coaches have probably said I haven't had hands my whole fucking career, but here we are anyway. Now that's the truth. How are you finding the little things like going for a shower and all that? It's fucking it's the worst, oh, isn't it? Sharing sucks. I hate having to put the plastic bag on. It's taking the joy out of a shower and yeah. just anything in the kitchen. Like can't use a salt shaker, haven't used a knife and fork for two weeks. Everything's just a lot harder these days. But anyway, what about yourself? Well, I'm uh, I'm about to be back in the same boat as you. I've got surgery on Friday actually to do pretty much similar to what yours is, bit bit more off the top, like they say when you're going for a haircut. Getting short back and sides, yeah, hair exactly. on the finger. Bit of a fade. I'm more of a fade man, but yeah, a bit off the finger and might get me uh, risk my wrist uh, re dislocated back into place. So that should oh, be yeah. a bit of fun, mate. There you go. So we might have to actually we're lifting all the weights here, so yeah. the boys might have to strap the shoulders a little bit. Oh, yeah, next week? They'd have to reply to a message to know what's going on oh, anyway. <laughs> right. Anyway. Uh, early start today for both of us, in particular for me, NFL on. Um, I thought, you know what, I'm going to get up at 3 o'clock. I'll set the alarm. And as I was laying in bed about 9.30, I'm like, no chance. I'm not getting up at 3. So I got up at 5, um, watched the Steelers and the Bengals turn into an absolute classic game, um, went into overtime and I was like, you know, like I I watched NFL last year, but I was like, really want to have a crack at watching it this year, and it was it was probably the perfect game to start the season to watch. Mm. Now I did catch the end of that as well. I couldn't believe that the Steelers got up and won that, especially with the Bengals coming off a Super Bowl appearance. But uh, there was a lot of close games, really. But I'm sure that we'll uh, double on our um, NFL a bit later on. We'll go a little bit more in depth about the shocks, few upsets, and things that i definitely seen coming as a Packers fan, but it'll be what it'll be. Long season, long season. Well, speaking of the Packers, before we get right into it, though, Aaron Rodgers, they said the same thing last year. I think they got smacked in the first week and then he ended up, should have been MVP last year. But... Oh, they were fucking worse week one last year, I reckon. But she be right, long season. There's an extra week now. There's 17 weeks, not 16 weeks from, from the last two years, but there's always time. There's always time to catch up. We were we were told we to watch the EPL on Saturday night, and uh, apparently there's an old lady over in the European continent who couldn't make it to the game or or life in general after what happened. So I was shattered we didn't get to watch the EPL on Saturday night after the footy, which would have been good. So obviously the Premier League had a week off because the Queen died. Yeah, it was very disappointing. I was just getting into it now of uh, feeding my addiction that you've always got me hooked, you and Cody and. Not so much Bronson because he just talks dribble about Manchester United, but uh, I can see why you Bucks hate him, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you pricks, you know. Oh, yeah. I don't even know who the bloody hell plays for Leeds, but I hate Man United. No. Yeah. <laughs> and it just gets worse to the fact, and I've I've stated it that many times on this podcast, but I'll never let it die, the fact that he's the biggest bandwagoner you'll ever meet in your life. Like, oh. you, I, I could have asked him last year, oh, what do you think of Brody Mychek's year? And he'd be like, who? <laughs> and now this year, he's like, the check. Hey, good's he been? Oh, always been a big fan of his. Like, really good, aggressive player. He probably doesn't even know who Nick Dacos's dad is. He just goes, father, son, oh, whatever. I'll just take him. Who is he? Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't even know. Yeah, no. Big Golden State Patriots fan, you know, just probably one of those guys. Well, he's a Lakers man. <laughs> man United fan, Patriots fan. He literally oh. is. 
Um, what else is there? He probably goes to the Yankees as well. Oh, he's on top of it. Wouldn't surprise me. Uh, Big PSG fan. Yeah. Bayern Munich. Yeah. <laughs> Real Madrid. Loves winners. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he's, he's not really a fan of horse racing, but there's a he like he likes Winks. He thinks <laughs> Winks is a, a God be Eve is a show. Yeah. <laughs> but no, nah, he he definitely he does love his uh, EPL and he's been wanting to get back on. I know he, he does know a lot about it. So it will be good to get him back on, just a bit of stick. But he's been doing a, a lot of work for me behind the scenes at the moment, which is good. We're working on a new little series that will be coming out. Uh, I don't want to give anything away too extravagant at this stage, but um, keep your ears peeled. And what do they say? Keep your ears to the floor. Yes, something like that. We're making waves. Yeah. AFL, AFL interviews where boys are making waves. Yeah, well, keep your ear to the track as well because I've got a horse racing uh Trainer and he's an owner as well, Matt Jenkins. He's coming on Monday for the SC Inside. I've already interviewed him. He uh, was awesome with his time. He come round to my house. He drove halfway around Australia to come round and uh, finally got into the house. And he come round and was good with his time. And then he left me eight beers and he left. So I was like, I hope podcasts are like this more often. Like, <laughs> this is unreal. So thanks again for your time, Jenko, and make sure you just tune into that because that's going to be a ripper. Um. And after the break, I reckon we'll get straight into the weekend's events of sports. You've got footy finals here in Australia, NFL week one, like we talked about earlier, and the NBA season that's it's only about a month away now. It felt like a lifetime ago, but it's not too far away. Nearly peak silly season for the NBA. Yeah. We're getting flicked around. But You'll be doing fantasy again this year? I think so. I think since well, I dominated the mid... Well, you're I'm home and away champion last year. Reigning champ. That's right. Yeah. Anyway. Better than that bloke, Corey Hickford. So we'll go to a break and then we'll get back into it after. Play the promo. (laughs) Here it is. Put your earphones on, hop in the car, hop on the plane or your bike, whatever it is, because we're going around the world. Mm -hmm. There's been a lot of sports happen over the weekend. We had UFC 279. I think I said 280 or 281 last week. I, I had no idea. I thought I was a rain man just throwing out numbers there. Nate Diaz, supposedly his last fight. I feel like it's one of those things where he sportsman's, oh, it's me last fight. I'm done. And hey, then, he doesn't know what he's fucking saying. Have a look yeah. at him. Nate Diaz, man. I'm coming back and I'm going to do a bit of tampering. He doesn't even know he's fighting that bloke. But he was supposed to fight um, Kimzat. Can't even pronounce his last name, so I'm not going to bother. But um, – Bit of controversy around there. He's four pounds overweight before the fight, which in terms of roughly a kilo, which mm. that's ridiculous. You should you should be more prepared than that for a fight, but Dana White was going off his head on it, as he usually does. So he ended up fighting Holland and he swept him in two minutes um, in a different weight class. But um, Diaz beat Ferguson in the fourth round and it was in the guillotine position. Didn't actually really watch the fight myself, but Ferguson looked beat up from what I've seen. Mm, well, he looked beat up before he walked in there. Yeah. He's, he's had a few UFC fights, but no, nah, that didn't didn't exactly draw the crowds. I'm pretty sure that Dana wouldn't have been uh, that pleased with it, I wouldn't have thought. That's, uh, he doesn't like when fighters pull out, but anyway, good on Nate. Good on the cauliflower you boys. That's right. He, he's actually... Um, they're doing if they ever do a live play of the water boy, I think he could be the coach. Yeah. Like, <laughs> run laps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bloody I haven't watched that movie in a long time. Very good movie. Um what about cricket, mate? Uh we've had probably two games since we boys were last on. And uh one of them I think the Aussies have got up in both. They made about hundred and ninety there a couple of days ago in Townsville, which I thought was pretty under, but then they rolled them for eighty two. Uh Zamp's taken a Michelle Pfeiffer, so that's really good. Um, and then the other night, I think it was possibly yesterday or the day before, uh, made 260 with Smudge getting a ton. And uh, New Zealand just falling short by 25 there. So take those wins. Obviously, got to get the uh, the ranking up a little bit because we've slipped a little bit in that department. New Zealand have come down off the top and England have taken the number one ranking spot again. But um, no, it's always... Winning cricket's good cricket. You got to get yourself in form ahead of a big short, uh, white ball summer because with the uh, T Twenty World Cup coming up this year in Australia, it's going to be a pretty chocker block summer. So, is it just a basically a fill in series? Uh, I don't, I, nah, just because someone that doesn't watch it as well. You got to play. You got to play cricket. 
like especially ahead of a World Cup because it does start in like October, yeah, I believe. So like there's not exactly a lot of summer before it starts. So you want to be primed, I'm pretty sure, before that. So and not everyone can play in the UAE or you know, especially with you know New Zealand got their rugby going on. We've got AFL and rugby, I guess here. So it's hard to find a spot. But Townsville have been lucky enough to. Uh, get a get a game. They don't usually get a game, so it's probably good there by Australian cricket to send them up there and have a bit of a run around. Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that the Cricket World Cup was coming up because I was thinking oh, AFL season, NRL season, not that we've covered it that much, but I'm like, what are we going to talk about coming up? You've got the NBA season that's starting, the Cricket World Cup, you've got NFL still on. There's the Rugby League World Cup, there's the Rugby World Cup, there's, there's the, the Soccer, Soccer World, World Cup. Cup. Yep. It's literally World Cup October. Yeah. yeah. That's what we're calling it. Yeah, it's going to be uh, off its head. Yeah, we do call it World Cup October. So <laughs> <laughs> it's been floating around the office. Yeah, right. <laughs> Water cooler chat. <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, US Open finished up today in the tennis US Open. That is Carlos Alcaraz, the 19 year old, has won that and become the number one in the world, the youngest ever n- number one in the world. And he beat Casper Ruud, who's also a young up and coming bloke who's gone to number two. Mm. which I thought was a bit surprising considering Nadal's taken out two titles. I did not know that, that, and that has surprised me, yeah. Yeah, so they won that. Then you had Swartek, Hicksie's man, who he's he's spoken about um, glowingly on the podcast, uh, won the women's one a couple of days ago. So I didn't watch too much after Kyrgios went out of it, and to be honest... um, So did the world. Yeah, there's not gonna, <laughs> there's not going to be much happen until the Australian Open. They usually have the final eight, like your top eight seeds versus each other in a tournament. Mm. Um, but other than that, uh, it's all quiet on the tennis front now. From now on, yes. Oh, well, we can. Or, or what else have we had? We've had the rugby league. We can probably touch on that a little bit since since I'm here. Touch on our uh, touch rugby league. Yeah. Our Canterbury Bulldogs, they're nowhere to be seen this time of the year, so we're not even gonna we're not even gonna recap that. We're just gonna let that one slide. I think, they, like I think they're in that. Waikiki or uh yeah, that's right. Dempasar or something along those lines. But um we had a few few games on the weekend. Unfortunately, Melbourne Storm have shit the bed. They've they, they were very discombobulated as some <laughs> some commentators might might say. Yeah. They were all over the shot. The referees were discombobulated, that's for sure. And so were the players that oh, had head knocks throughout the weekend. Unbelievable. So the Storm went down to the Raiders, the bogey side, lost in Melbourne. So they're, they're done for the year. They packed their bags. In the other elimination game, and probably the main one, it was Sunday afternoon. We had the Roosters losing to the Rabbitohs in the seven sin bins. So seven yellow cards, or as some people might like to call it, 10 minutes off the ground. So the game goes for 80 minutes, and there was 70 minutes worth of uh, – time in the sin bin, which is the most in an NRL game ever. So they're the Carlton Collingwood of the NRL, those two. So their biggest rivalry, there was blues everywhere and a few uh, match review panels, I think, might have had a long night, I think, after yeah, that one. a couple but, of two and three game suspensions I've seen. But I'm obviously looking to do a bit of advertising on the podcast. I'll plug it now while I'm talking about it. So sponsor it while you want to. But the reason I thought of that is um, if you're a neurosurgeon that's starting out in the New South Wales field, I would be advertising on the NRL that horrifically because there was that many head injuries. Oh. I think there was four in the first half. There was, I think. So Tedesco went down and he got clipped by um, Burgess. Yeah, which wasn't even a um, sin bidding that one. And you got no, taken it. I think there was four right. people that got rubbed out for the game with failing uh, HIAs, but there was like, Another six, I reckon, that like had to be assessed or they had to go off for uh, checks and things like that. So they'll end up being like Nate Diaz by the end of it, the oh, way they're yeah. all going. All right. But anyway, so the Cowboys got up in a golden point thriller. Val Holmes knocked it in from the car park. Uh, so that would please you very immensely, I'm sure. Yeah. So. I was obviously watching the Collingwood game and I'm going, I had it in the little screen, you know, how I'm not going to plug the streaming platform because they don't sponsor us, but you know how you can put it in the corner of your screen yep. while watching the other game. So I'm watching it and I'm like, ah, oh, Collingwood game finished and I flicked it across. Anyway, it was like perfect time and I'm like, geez, yep. overtime here and he sunk it. it. It was a weird kick, but went through like, I was like, no one's sort of celebrating if they actually won it, but they did. Um, I don't think Holmes actually had that good of a game, but when you do that at the end, well, yeah. it doesn't really matter, does it? That's right. So 
And they got to be in it, be close at the end, and then they had a chance and they took it. So Panthers are going to flog anyone, though. Oh, yeah. Okay. Nathan Cleary put on an absolute clinic the other night. Mm. The Eels, the Eels look close. And then uh, when Mitch Moses, he, another HIA, got knocked the fuck out. He was thumbs tucked into the palms type knocked out, like yeah, Joel Selwood back in the yeah. day. The old reboot of the brain. Yeah. So the, um, the Eels, obviously, that it's always hard when you lose your halfback. But um, now they went down as well. So Eels will play the Raiders now, uh, which pro- probably a good game considering if Mitchell Moses can't get up. And it'll be Rabbitohs versus Sharks. Yep. Yep. So another big weekend of rugby league. So Rabbitohs Sharks would be good, actually. It will. So they're good. Both good teams to watch. The do contrasting games. The Rabbitohs Sharks probably pretty quick. And the uh, Raiders, they just like to beat the piss out of people. So yeah. it'll be a uh, that'll be a, just a slog that one. But uh. so, so you're tipping the Panthers like myself? Yeah. Well, uh, as soon as uh, the Storm started hitting a bit of a skid, their mid-season lost a few injuries. I chucked chucked a bit of money on them on a certain sports betting uh, platform that we're not going to mention because <laughs> they don't sponsor us. But uh, <laughs> as you can tell, there's plenty of room for sponsors here. So if you listen, you got a sponsor. We Yes, exactly. We've got a we've got a few coming on board, but <laughs> hey, every little bit helps. So instead of uh, us sitting in a in a nice little study, so uh, right. we could be we could be sitting anywhere in our conference room. Yeah, in a couple exactly of years, right. and I'll be I'll just be that arrogant. I'll be like, Shano, you'd be <laughs> like, Shano, bro, it's me, and I'm like, yeah, whatever, kiddo. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. To Jack, keep your head up, son. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, Jack. We mentioned it in the promo. We uh, we talked about a little bit of tension between the members of the SC podcast. Oh, yeah. A um, few people not replying in the group chats, a little bit of discombobulation. <laughs> yeah, a little bit so, of HIA, a bit of MIA. That's right. Just we thought, so I've been coming up with a bit of bonding activities and there's only two of us here tonight, so it's probably going to work out well that we can give it a, a bit of a crack, even though we're on the same page. Both Already. got nine and a half fingers. Yeah. So... What we're going to do is, and you can feel free to join in here if you're listening in your car, what we're going to do is, you might have seen it on TikTok, we're just going to go with the theme, it's going to be American sports teams, all righty, and on three, two, one, and then we've got to both say one, we're not allowed to conference or talk about what we're going to say next, and we've just got to go again, and we've got to try and guess the same one. How many guys do you reckon we'll have? About five? Oh, I can feel it going higher. It's, it's going to depend on where we start. So there's going to be, we're not going to talk about method. About how we're going to do it? No, no. And then it's just like, yeah, I agree. So we'll go from there. So American sports team. So we're talking obviously the big four here, baseball, football. Um, basketball. Yeah. And well, let's be honest, we're probably not going to say hockey. So probably basketball, NFL, baseball. Yeah. We'll all go right. with those three. We'll, we'll leave that major league soccer. That's right. <laughs> yes, because everyone gives a fuck about that. Nope. Yeah. But anyway, so we'll give it a go here. All righty. All right. I'm bit. I know so what I'm. Think, do you know what you're going with? Think your first one. Do you know what you're going with? Are we trying to get the first? We're trying to nail it. Oh yeah, we're trying to get. And just let us know. So you say one. Say one at home when you when you're listening here as well, and see who you match with first, and we'll see who just does not get this game. Yeah. All, All right. right. Lucky Corey's not easy. You so know, we'll five go, teams. We'll go. <laughs> we'll go three, two, one, and then we'll say. It. Yep. So we're on the same page here. All right. All right. I'm ready. Three, three. two, one. Baltimore Ravens. Oh, what did you say? I said Ravens. Baltimore Ravens. I said yeah. Pittsburgh Steelers. Righto, we'll go again. Hang on. Yep. Three, two, two one. Cleveland Browns. Cowboys. Oh, what were you thinking? Dallas Cowboys. Like we're, oh. we're we can't oh, say geez. anything. Okay. All right. Hang on. We'll go again. Three, Three two, one. one. LA Rams. Oh no, I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say Oklahoma City Thunder. My bad. I froze there. All right. Hang on. Just let me think. So you just said Rams, and I've just said. Thunder. The Thunder. Okay, we're obviously not thinking on the same page here. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's give it. Let's give it another go. Ready? Three, two, one. New Phoenix York Suns. Fucking hell! Where the? Where are you pulling these from? I'm actually trying to think of your tactic here. Oh, we can't. We can't go into it. Oh, God. Think about what I've done from the start. Okay. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Stay, I can't fucking think. Stay focused. Stay focused. <laughs> all right. Three, two, two one. one. Ten New York Knicks. Buccaneers. What the fuck? Where are you going? Where are you going with this? Oh, my God. We're going completely different. Direction. All right, we've got three to go until we're yeah. pulling the pin, and then I'm going with what I, my plan was. All right. Hang on. Okay. 
<laughs> I don't want to ready. Three, Three two, two, one. Washington was the Eagles. I think I think I think you should know mine. <laughs> what is yours? All right, one more. We'll give it one more. Okay. Okay. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. So what... we'll give it two more. We'll give it yeah, two more. So you've gone. Fuck you. Are think all of players here. Okay. Am I though? All right. All right. I th- I'm looking at you. All I right. think we're going to this one. All right. Three, two, one. Three, Washington Commanders. What? Oh, that, was, okay. that, was, that was my next guess. That was my next guess. Oh, my guess. God. That was going to be my last guess. No shit. All right. All right. One more. Here we go. All right. Three, two, two one. Chicago, Chicago Bears. Oh. All right. I was definitely started with ge- geographical location. Yeah, I, I noticed that. <laughs> but I'm, I stayed with the NFL theme the whole time. Yeah, but what else was the theme? You're naming 32 teams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What? Yeah, you're right. I'm like chasing your M and Math of America, and you're just like, oh, I don't know. Weekend at Bernie's. Oh my there. god. Well, I hope I hope that was uh enjoyable for someone listening. <laughs> like, if, if, you, if you uh if you nailed it, let us send us through on the socials. Let us know what you, uh, which one you paired with us. I don't know. I feel like mine was obvious that I stayed with NFL, but I had no. Direction. I knew you were staying with NFL, but I'm like trying to chase you geographically, yeah. and I'm like, oh my goodness. I had no idea what I was doing. I literally should have said Green Bay Packers then. Anyway, but anyway, speaking of NFL, week one today. So you had the Bills against the Rams, which was the favourites for the Super Bowl versus the reigning Super Bowl champions. Um, Josh Allen put on a show. Uh, he started the game like a house on fire, and they won thirty-one to ten. So that was a good start. Um, just speaking of apps, you t- you talked to me about it off air. The NFL app sucked. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm Absolutely, tr- can't even see. Um, can't even see like stats of personal players. I don't know. Maybe I need to update mine, but it was pretty smelly last year, and it has not improved. So, so the AFL, you've got you've got one up on the NFL there. I'll um, I might let you go through the games as my phone is not running it up at the moment. But I know that the Dolphins had a good win. Um, Steelers, obviously, we talked about earlier. Um, the Ravens as well. Lamar Jackson, he's in for a big year. They were they were really impressive in their win. Um, what what were the what were the big other games? There was a couple of close ones. Well, I got up and watched the Packers myself as a Packers fan, um, and that did not go well. Twenty three to seven. The Vikings just had a little bit too much at wide receiver, and the Packers obviously losing Devontae Adams. They did not have anything. We just looked very, as the word of the week is, discombobulated on offense. <laughs> yeah. uh, our, our defense is going okay, but just wasn't wasn't happening for the Pack Nation. But um, so run me th- run me through that you're a Packers fan, but you don't like Aaron Rodgers. No, I like Aaron Rodgers. You do so, well. Definitely don't want to lose him. Yeah, because we're going to smell if we lose him. But well, um, I don't know. It's just hard, as we said, week one. Plenty of time to catch up. So we'll just run through a few scores here. And I'll just probably, I reckon we, uh, I touched on uh, there was a lot of upsets. So I'll say whether I think it was an upset or not, you can probably have your own comments as well. We might do yep. uh, look at a few quarterback performances. Good call, bad calls. Yeah. So good, we had. Or good throw, bad throw. That's right. We had the Saints getting over Atlanta. Atlanta are meant to be dog shit anyway. So uh, the Saints only won by one. So at home. So Maybe. not sure there. Throw the baby out the bathwater. No one cares about those two teams. That's right, exactly. Uh, Cleveland, a bit of a grudge match there for Baker Mayfield. Actually, actually, last week saying that he loves his Cleveland Browns, and they've they've got the W there in Week One, which is not a massive thing for them. They seem to lose a lot of Week One games, but um, the they've done Pan- well. The Panthers, Ma- Baker Mayfield's new team, they didn't score for. Oh, they, I think they kicked a field goal, but they hadn't scored a try, uh, touchdown. <laughs> Does that mean sports? I'm discombobulated myself <laughs> yeah. here at the moment. Um, until the last quarter, they hit, hit like 17 points in a row. They come storming home and it just wasn't enough. Yeah, right. So bad luck. Uh, Sam Fran, Hicks' team, he's, yep. they've just lost to the Chicago Bears, who are meant to be a bottom five side. So that one was absolutely murdering Dan Rain in yeah. Chicago there. That's but, uh, right up there with his West Ham call. Um, That's right. We have a West Ham this year, and they're 18th. So mm-hmm. he's the kiss of death. Yeah, Ben Hicks. Uh, as we touched on the pit, uh, got over the top of Cincinnati. Yeah, who cares? Philadelphia beat Detroit. Probably a bit of a nothing game there. High scoring though. 
Absolutely. Uh, Indianapolis and Houston had a tie. That does not happen very often. As they go extra time, extra time. Uh, is that right? Two extra times and then they go for golden score, like a golden point type thing? No, nah, it's just I think it's they've changed it because I've seen it as well and I think it's just the one extra time now. But both teams get a possession, don't yeah, they? Yeah, if both they score teams get a touchdown. Possession. Ten minutes. Yeah. No one scores, it's a draw. So I found out a few things today and while we're on that topic, there's a few other things. So the you might already know this. The head coach can talk to the quarterback while he's out there. Did you know that? Yeah, because of crowd noise. Yeah, so he's got the that inside the helmet. I think it's because there was play stealing, like if you have to do hand signals or signs or things like yeah. that. And defensive coordinator, there's a person with a green dot on the back of the helmet, usually a linebacker, that has um, a microphone in his ear as well from the defensive coordinator can call out to him as well. There's just things you find out every day. And also on top of that, they have they are that advanced in what they do in their industry. And I understand it's a multi-billion-dollar industry, but they were like, oh, today I was watching the Cowboys versus the Buccaneers, and they're like, Dak Prescott looks like he's injured his hand. And then like two minutes later, they're like, well, he's just having his x-rays at the moment at the ground. Mm. So like they just they just have an x-rays just like that. It's like, okay, yeah. they've got like all these machines there for that. It's like, far out. So, and they're like, yeah, no, like he's he's done some structural damage. He'll, he'll be out for a couple of weeks. So, mm. That's story you find out on the Monday after the AFL's finished when you're listening to Tom Clown right. on Channel 7. But still I uh, can't teach people to tackle properly. They just still headbutt them. So a yes. little bit uh, Neanderthals in one way, but they're very uh, modern in another. Bit of yin and yang there. So anyway, we'll keep moving on. New England, uh, snap back to reality for all our New England Patriots fans. Bronson. Bronson. They lost <laughs> to Miami. Uh, so that's a division game. So that's actually a pretty big loss. Um, Baltimore over the Jets, probably always going to happen. Jaguars losing to the Commanders. I thought the Jaguars would be all right. I, okay. They've got um, Trevor Lawrence, number one pick from a couple of years ago. That's Hoping right. he'd have like a Joe Burrow last year's type season. but They're putting points on the board. So there's a start. Yeah. Um, the Giants over the top of the Tennessee Titans. Uh, she gets the Quan Barkley stats. While you're at it, I know you haven't yet. I had a look and I was like, oh my God. Because Daniel Jones isn't that good of a quarterback. Bit of a Giants are a bit of an bit of a nothing side considering that for how big they are of a team they are. Mm. But yeah, if you could read aloud. They Daniel Jones, their quarterback, gets a bit of hate. Uh, 188 yards, two TDs, one interception, but same quads Barkley. <laughs> he uh, 18 carries. 164 yards, one touchdown, and averaging nine yards a run. So that's nearly averaging a first down every time you touch the ball. So that's good stats. Yeah. From you. That's awesome. Great start to the season for Sequad. Um, anything else notable? Um, we'll just finish off our last couple of games here. We had Kansas City and your boy Mahomes, five touchdowns, no picks, run over Arizona. Arizona, a pretty good side, 44 to 21. They're discombobulated, though, Arizona. Um, I don't like the way that they're going about it. They, they're caught up Kyler Murray. He's, he's a bit of a wigger. Not not happy? No, I just they're, – they're all over the shop. I don't I don't trust them. Now that DeAndre Hopkins is out for six weeks, I don't think they're going to do anything. Yeah, it'll be difficult for them. They're playing a hard division as well. Um, Kansas City, I think Ashley called it again. Juju Smith-Schuster having a big year. He started off well first game, about 80 yards, so take that. Mahomes, uh, Mah- people have just sort of written off Mahomes as well. They're sort of like, he's not even in the MVP conversation. NFL, so. they jump off him and jump on him that yeah, quick. Absolutely. Um, Las Vegas, Deontre Adams, I think, had nearly more. The DUI Raiders. He literally had 30 less yards than the whole Packers receiving call today. So I'm missing him. So come back, please. <laughs> but they uh, they didn't get enough against the uh, Chargers. Justin Herbert. Yep. Pack lost, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat the Dallas Cowboys in one of your saying the worst games you've ever seen. Um, it was literally, I thought it was just field goal practice. It was ridiculous. Like Tom Brady didn't have a great game. Dak Prescott obviously didn't have a great game. He was, no get, he was getting x-rays right next to the game. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was one, there was one, one touchdown score for the game. So, yeah, I would have rather have watched uh, North versus Gold Coast, I reckon. Hmm. And our last game for tomorrow, which will be, what time is that? About oh, 10.15 a.m. for our people with the day off. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Denver and Seattle. Yep. 
will be our last game to round off. Let's put your nurries on the line. Let's um let's be look back on this when we listen to the episode and say what we think. What do you what do you got for me? Uh, I'm taking Denver because they actually have a quarterback. <laughs> They've stolen their quarterback. Yeah, that's right. So that's Russell Wilson for those playing at home. Um Denver dollar thirty one on an unknown sports betting platform that doesn't sponsor us, and Seattle Seahawks at three forty six. Mm. So, um, if I was a betting man, I'd take the handicap on minus six and a half. Just basically means they're going to win by a touchdown and a field goal. I'd say it's relatively safe. Dollar ninety. Um, basically, put your mortgage on it and say that the Sports Confidential podcast recommended it. Mm. They'll, oh. they'll be interesting though, Seattle. Yeah, Drew Luck. Drew Luck. DK Metcalf. He's who's going to fucking throw? Yeah. I don't know. Drew Luck. I don't know. Sleeping on Drew Luck there a little bit, but I think Denver. Surely they're all in. They went. This is the second time in the last what uh, this millennium that they've got a, a older quarterback probably over the hill to uh, lead him to a championship. Obviously, um, Manning. Manning did it for him a couple of times there, but Russell Wilson probably not in the same category as uh, Peyton Manning, but. Still a good, good quarterback nonetheless. So that'll be interesting to see, as I said. This won't be out by the time it would have happened, so we can come back and probably the boys won't lip us off because they wouldn't have, wouldn't have watched the NFL. Uh, listen to the episode. <laughs> That's right. Haven't done any editing or anything like that. Probably not even here next time. Yeah, probably not even replying. So. That's right. <laughs> uh, so I did my predictions last week. Um, obviously, I'm Bengals man. I tipped... God, I can't even remember now. That's horrific that I can't remember that. But I reckon the um, – I've probably changed my tip from last week. So if someone's heard me what I've said, feel free to let me off. But I reckon the Chargers will be right up there. And I had Herbert for MVP, a few things like that. But give us a bit of a rundown for you. Who's going to be your Super Bowl champion and who's going to be your MVP? Any other awards you'd like to throw out there? Uh, well, I think I think it'll either be – well, it's hard. It, like the AFC is so stacked, you said, with the Chargers, uh, the Bills and the Chiefs. Like, I think if the Packers can get it together, I think a few teams have picked them to come because they've just got to get out of the NFC. Um, but, oh, I don't know. I'll have to just I'll say, I'll just say Bills. Yep. Bills. But I think MVP could be Patty Mahomes, I think. I like it. I think he'll be back. I like it. He'll be... You'll be already coming in on the boogies end, I reckon. So we're going to talk about the AFL after the break. Um, obviously a big couple of semi-final games and then the prelim this week and we'll give our unwarranted opinions. <laughs> AFL time. I've just thought let's just get into it. Let's talk about the games that's happened. You had Melbourne versus Brisbane the other night. And I messaged the group chat and I said, Melbourne by 89 points um, halfway through the first quarter. It was absolutely looking that way in my obviously unwarranted opinion, but Brisbane found a way to do it again, Shano. Mm. It's very similar to um, what happened in the Sydney game. just looked like they were the best team to ever play the game of AFL in the first quarter. And then... uh, just in the last three quarters, they just let it slip away a little bit. So it might not be that dynasty team that we were projecting halfway through the year. What is it, Alvin? Is it seven? They went seven and nine over the last. Yeah, six and eight, seven and nine, sixteen something games, like something like that. Like that's pretty average. So probably lucky that they started like a house on fire to make the top four. But um, it's oh, you'd be disappointed if you're a Melbourne supporter, wouldn't you? Thinking yeah. like this is peak years. Like obviously they've got a lot more to come. Like there's that's not all over. Grand finals all the way over there in Perth last year. And they haven't even seen him win a final yet. Now the boys are eating <laughs> now the boys are eating croissants in Paris because their season's over. So. That's right. So if you're going to Mount Bore this weekend, say hello to the boys for us. <laughs> Take your cheese platters there. Absolutely. Um and there was another game, Collingwood won. Who really cares about well, let's that? Let's move on. Um in the G V we had <laughs> <laughs> No, they were really good. Um it was it was just a solid performance. They had that little bit of a spurt at the end where Frederick kicked a couple and you go, geez, I'd love to see it. But they really uh, had a sniff, did they, Frio? No, it didn't. It looked that way from two minutes into the game. It was like it's going to be on Collingwood's terms here. Couldn't cover the field. Yep. Just hmm. Anyway, disappointing for David Mundy, though. 
Yes, I think it's good though. Three eighty-six games, which puts him, or might have been eighty-seven, um, eighth all-time most games. That's oh, it's unreal. Like to think we get th- nearly four hundred games and you're still only eighth. Like it's a bit rough, especially in this modern time. Like he would have pay- played two hundred of those, probably more. Like when you're expected to having such a large tank in the midfield. Type thing, and he's not like one of those players, sort of like a Boomer Harvey, who could be moved around and play different positions. He sort of was the in and out, exact same thing the whole career, wouldn't he? He was yeah. just a machine through the middle. So well done to him. I'm sure he's listening right now, and I'm sure he's not definitely not doing Mad Monday. That's right, David. Mad Tuesday, <laughs> David Tuesday, David Tuesday, as Corey likes to call him. Um, how do we how do we see the prelim? Well. It's two teams who you don't trust at all in prelim finals playing against each other, Geelong and Brisbane. You'd have to say Geelong, if they were going to pick someone to play, it would have been Brisbane. And I think if they can't win this, they can't, they can't win anything. They have to win this, surely. If Brisbane beat Geelong this weekend, fun fact, I don't know if he's listening to George from work, but he's a Geelong supporter, right? About six weeks ago, might have even been seven. I haven't checked my calendar. He's gone, and because he's not a member, I don't believe of Geelong. He has gone out of his way to buy a Crown Breakfast slash AFL Grand Final ticket for two and a half grand, just so he can get a ticket to see Geelong in the granny. He's all the chips are in. The chips are in. Oh wow! Imagine, imagine how good that scrambled eggs will be if Geelong <laughs> don't make it. <laughs> because that is ballsy. And he hasn't got exactly a lot of Brisbane supporter mates that he can sell it off to. No. Wouldn't have thought. Like, oh, I'll go anyway, which I, I respect that, but geez. But just knowing that you're probably meant to be there. Yeah. And if your team wasn't there, you'd be fucking spitting chips the whole day, wouldn't you? Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, so I hope it happens now. But there's a, there's a lot of supporters out there, and don't get me wrong, we're, our, our team's been shit this year. A lot of people already talking about, oh, how do I get grand final tickets? And that's like, just ease your horses. There's another game to play yet. Absolutely. Well, I did say about July that Geelong were going to be in the grand final and Jezza Cameron's going to win the normie. You did. I've got it in my phone. I should have a look. So did you get on it? No, I just thought, well, we're not sponsored. I thought, like, you know, Corey, you know, probably yeah. just would have fixed me up for the cash like because it's a pretty big call. <laughs> So yeah, well, it's it's looking pretty good at the moment. You'd think, like you said, I'm t- I'm tipping Geelong by thirty points. Yeah, I think I think they'll they'll have enough. I hope Joey Danaher plays though. I want something to. They'll be out on their legs, though, I reckon Brisbane. Yeah, that's all right. Two pretty big emotional weeks. Wonder if they've stayed down in Melbourne the whole week. Pro- it, probably, surely you're not dropping back. It'd be massive if they made the game. <laughs> driving back, yeah. Like, <laughs> driving back. <laughs> they're taking the bus, the boys' two-day trip down. Uh, not the guinea van. That's right. And we've got Sydney and Collingwood. Up there. That's Saturday. It's not. Not Saturday, are they? Is it Saturday, are they? I thought Saturday well, I'm looking at the AFL thing now. It says Friday, 7.50, Geelong, Brisbane. Sydney, Collingwood, Saturday, 4.45. What's what are they doing that for? I'm, is that that can't be? Uh, I've yeah, I've got four forty five as well on the what platform that doesn't sponsor us. But how's flights going up to Sydney at Good. the moment? Should be double. Should be more than that. Sixteen hundred bucks, and I don't even think that was return, was it? I don't know. It's crook. That's that's a lot though. Maybe using the same excuses Geelong used. Maybe uh, the Collingwood supporters need to drive to Sydney and then need some time to drive home. Yeah, so they get back in the same weekend, but that's a silly, silly time slot. I think like that's grand final presentation time. It's grand final time for local footy. Yeah, I don't like it. No, nah, but ah oh well, smarter minds than us apparently uh, at the uh, in administration of the AFL uh, at the helm. Um, give us give us your predictions. Um, I'd love to hear it because I'm I'm genuinely a little bit like can Collingwood do it? Yeah, Geelong, Geelong, Sydney, Granny. I think Sydney, like, if there's anyone that's going to not let a team play the way they want to play, I think it would be the Sydney Swans. Like, they're just, they usually are known for choking the life out of sides. Um, so hopefully, and it's small ground of the SCG, they can't get that running game going as as well as they'd hope. But, oh, that'll be the game to watch. I can't, if I had to choose one, I'd be watching the Sydney Collingwood one, I think, because I think Geelong 
probably just going to get the job done. Um, but yeah, Sydney Collingwood, I'll be I'll be tuning in. That's for sure. I think is Geelong have the easier run in terms of playing Brisbane. Like Brisbane, feel like the weakest link in that last yeah. four, but. So they've got to first either Sydney or Collingwood in the grand final. And if Sydney make it, like they've got a wave of momentum. They crushed Melbourne the other night. They're looking really good. Mm. And if Collingwood made it over Sydney, <laughs> over there, the, I feel like the Magpie Army, the bandwagon that's already excessive as it is, would just blow up. It's, it's a sight that it's risky because as people that do not fancy the black and white stripes, we, the Newcastle United, yes. It's a lot very it's very risky for us to allow them to get into the grand final just in the hope that they get double heart ripped out of them just for losing the granny. I was I was in Melbourne when West Coast knocked them off. It was great. I'm oh. not but I'm not willing to risk that again. I'm not risking that. I I think I need them to Tell get knocked out. I'd this week. love to see though. I wouldn't like to see them go and lose a close one again. Like I don't, because then they go, oh, we've had a great year, you know, which is true. Don't get me wrong; they've had a fantastic year. Mm. Collingwood supporters will come out with the old, oh, but we've, you know, we've had a great year, and who cares? Like, you know, where is your team? We had a crack. I'd love to see them make it and then get trounced in the game. <laughs> that that would just make my heart, oh. make my year. Because if you're not first, you're last. That's right. In the words, wise words of Ricky Bobby, you're Ricky Bobby. So, yeah, I think it'd be John Sydney as well. Um, but like you said, Sydney Collingwood's your box office, even though it's at um, Twilight, mm-hmm. which is interesting. So you're still going to stick with Jezza Cameron, Cameron for Norm Smith? Absolutely. Sorry. And I'm going to go out of my way here. First goal scorer of the grand final, kicking to the punt road end, Tyson Strangle. Tyson Strangle. <laughs> Tyson Strangle of the Geelong Cats. I like it. Well and truly, where his last name is Stengel, by the way. It, uh, it auto corrects to strangle on my. On my uh, use that word a lot. Yeah. So <laughs> give the give the rundown on it while I write that down. So every time it auto corrects, I said it a lot. Corey uh, has pointed out that I keep writing strangle for first goal sco- for first goal scorer and for any time goal scorers when we do our multis in the group, even though someone replies. But, um, <laughs> That's so true. There are no replies thing. I've said it here first. Three-way, Geelong win, Norm Smith goes to Jezza Cameron and Tyson Strangle. First to, strangle the, to strangle the Swans. That's right. That's what we think will happen. I'll go first goal scorer. We're going to be doing this next week anyway. <laughs> um, but who cares? We'll jump ahead of time. I'm going to go first goal scorer, Chad Warner, actually. Ooh. Keep the granny off. He'd be paying a good 26 bucks, surely. It, he's always a bit of um, Jimmy Noel. If you're listening, Jim, he's over in Croatia at the moment. He Ooh. has a thing where he's always picked the first goal scorer. He reckoned. He reckoned he had um, who was it? Rory. Rory Sloan. Rory Sloan kicked the first one. Travis Velcro. Yes, knocked one in. Who was? Who was nineteen? Nineteen. Jezza Cameron. Jezza, yeah, it did. Um, Twenty. Dusty. Dusty kicked the first. Yes. On did he? I don't know. Can't remember. Against Geelong. And then. What have been Cotchen? And then we had. Who was last? 21. Fritch. I can't remember off the top of my head. No, it was. I think it was Petrarca. Yeah. So that's. Probably people scream at the radio right now. No, it wasn't, you dickheads. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck are they talking about first goal scorer for? (laughs) Absolutely. Um, We will. We will have some sort of thing to do for the AFL Grand Final. Not sure on what that is yet. If anyone's got any ideas, let us know. If anyone wants to sponsor us, let us know. Um, <laughs> but we will we will definitely think of something. Have you, and I reckon we'll do our votes after this. Sounds good. Because I've got a lot to get off my chest. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> One more shot at it. One more shot. We've been brewing on it during the break. We've got to have a go at this again. We're going to guess it right. We we value ourselves on um, idiosyncrasies. That's right. And we're going to go purely NBA teams this time. Can't give any hints away. We're going to have three quick cracks at it before we do the votes. Here we go. Express. Three, two, two one. Oklahoma City Thunder. Oh, all right. Think about it? Yeah. 
Think about Three, it. Three, two, two one. one. Cavaliers. The fuck. Three, two, one. Brooklyn Nets. Oh, what were you going for? The I was going East Coast. No, we're going rapid fire. Are you ready? Yep. Three, two, one. New, New York Knicks. Knicks. Yes. <laughs> All right. Too easy. Too easy. God. God, you suck in that game. Yeah. <laughs> I do. You're right. You need a map of uh, America. Straight into the votes. One vote. Might be a bit biased, but Valentin Holmes. At the end of the day, he did what he needed to do. They won three to a prelim. Two votes goes to Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. Um, the way they beat the Rams, the champions, was awesome to watch, and they're going to be, again, exciting to watch for the season. Three votes goes to David Money. Great career. Talked about him earlier. Well done. Absolutely. Uh, my MVPs, I had Smudge, Megan 100. Yep. Uh, like the other that. night, obviously not a massive game in terms of meaning, but it's always good to get 100. And as we said, winning cricket is good cricket. Uh, just a little bit of story attached to this one, MVP. It's probably might have belonged in the fraud votes, but Corey has participated in the halftime sprint of the Bacola District League Football Grand Final. Heavily viewed. Heavily viewed. He was he's a former winner of the sprint. You get two hundred and fifty bucks for winning this thing, by the way. He's a big tight ass. And he's rocked up in his Murray League rep shorts, footy boots on, and then every other club's not taking it serious. And they're all in bare feet and setting force kids in. Anyway, Corey's absolutely smoked the field and he's doing Usain Bolts kissing to the crowd even before he's crossed the line. And this little little kid in bare feet, <laughs> nearly snuck past him at the line. No, and but he he got a, he got the chocolates, got two two hundred and fifty bucks for the footy trip, and uh, yeah, and there was this bloke who was very heavily intoxicated that was lipping Corey off, and uh, he was making fun of his skinny calves. So if you, if, if any of our listeners see Corey, just say nice calves, mate. <laughs> but anyway, two votes to Corey, well done, and Finchie on a great ODI career. Uh, there's a lot of Australians rocking their dad bods just because they love Finchy, I think. But uh, he's about fourth most uh, one-day tons in his career mine's for Australia. From, mine's just from being an alcoholic. But, That's right. Um, so is that just ODI, is it? ODI and hundreds for Australia. Fourth most, 16 or so. And is that, sorry, is that the end of his um, just ODI career? Yes, Will he uh, play he's playing T20. He's still the captain of the T20s. Test he's done. As and, well. well, he's probably still going to be available for tests, but I can't see him playing another one. Nice. One vote. This one's controversial. Really controversial. Mm. EPL not running over the weekend. Could have used it as a great platform for a testament, I thought. Um, Queen's been an advocate for it, and mm. I feel like the sporting world gets into politics too much. I know the AFL has moved the Brownlow around for um, – for broadcast reasons, so they can get more viewers on. But I don't know. I've, I might be a bit insensitive saying that, and if I am, I apologise. But I just think it would have been a fitting tribute to do it. Two votes goes to the Dallas Cowboys, not scoring a touchdown. And I said last week. Home pod- season opener. And I said on the podcast, I can see him having a good year this year. So <laughs> The I'm, Mystic Mac. Mystic Mac has gone to shit. That's all I'll be saying. And three votes. This one's a. Bit of, a, bit of a story time. I've needed to get this one off my chest for a couple of days. It's, in, it's excuse my language, but it's three votes goes to fuckwits. So fuckwits in particular, um, seen a comment on, so you know how Kane Corns is running from Adelaide to Melbourne yep. or whatever yep. it is. This bloke commented saying, oh, this bloke's, this Ned Brockman bloke's running this far. Why don't you do that? And this bloke's like, you're typical, he's got your, Hold Monaro as his profile picture. Uh, yeah. And then there's just a heap of comments going, oh, I don't have to hear him speak for a couple of weeks. Um, anyway, saying very... Taken away from the cause. Yeah, very... There was a lot worse comments on there that obviously no point going into and people just like, having a crack at him for doing something mm. like that. Don't have to agree with the bloke, but people, yeah, just low loss. We already know about those people, but... Keyboard warriors. It is that time of the season where everyone's an expert yes. around finals time. Like ourselves. <laughs> That's right. At least ours in the group chat. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> Who no one, no, no one, one, no one listens to it anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just discombobulated a bit. Uh, one vote. I also had the EPL leaving, cancelling their schedule, considering that the last game of this round, say, was meant to be tomorrow morning uh, and the cricket's already back on. 
everything's already back on. They could have just shifted a few things around. As, as you said, though, a lot of people still would have turned out. Good chance to pay their respects probably in a crowd setting. Um, but, yeah, I thought that was a little bit of a missed opportunity, but obviously we haven't uh, had a queen die in a while, so not sure what yeah. was meant to happen there. I had the Ds. We talked about their insipid performance in after quarter time. Uh, that's really disappointing season for them. So, and they've just lost me a lot of money on some certain sports betting apps for their performances. A lot of believers in the D's there was, but uh, believers, yes, they're out. So, uh, do you think it's a very very early call as we're wrapping up now? Do you think they will bounce back next yeah, year? Absolutely. It'll be interesting to see what they look like. No, Luke Jackson probably, but. Anyway, the two votes go to them. And the last one, I'm keeping with an AFL theme. AFL, for their scheduling of that Sydney and Collingwood game, obviously it's grand finals galore around country football. Always a good time to share those moments in country football, get to get down, support, have a few beers and uh, really bump the money up for the leagues. But the AFL, just again, continue to take away from the local level uh, in that way. So... Do you think they're trialling to do a green final at Twilight? Do you reckon that's the thought process? I don't know. And, like, grand final is a different thing because everyone doesn't have their local footy on grand final day. Like, yeah. But this time of the year, they know it's peak money-making season for local leagues. So I can't I can't see the reasoning behind it. Like, if it's just for travel for Geelong fans last weekend, like, that's pretty piss poor. And... Again, this week, I don't see. It's an interstate game. I don't see what the hell's going on. Mate, surely they're not trying to avoid the NRL. Holy, that's just popped into my head. Surely not. You've you've been put on notice, AFL. That's all I'm saying. Oh, God, I've just thought of that. Anyway, thanks again for tuning into the episode. For the two people that are still probably listening at the moment, it's probably me and Shano. When you're <laughs> no one's replying. Yeah, but no, thank you very much for joining me again, Shano, mate, uh, and replying. No problem. It's been and good. And we'll, uh, we'll go from there and be back. Make sure you tune into the Genco episode. That'll be out on Monday.